0: Thank you for rocking with the Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. It's your boy Good Life underscore Russ. Thank you for tuning in every week. Make sure you hit that subscribe button for us. You can find us on Facebook at Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. And you can find us on Instagram at Good Kickback. yo 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 what's up everybody out there it's the good life podcast the kickback is your boy good life for us coming to you with another series of a podcast about mental health about awareness enlightenment about art about creativity and inspiration motivation um all those good things you can think of we're gonna house them here we're gonna have guests here we're gonna have professionals here we're gonna have new people here old people everyone is invited and I hope you are carrying on these conversations further past the show and just listening, but make sure you get involved and you actually share this information with each other. So we have a special guest, a reoccurring guest, uh, my boy Gene. We went to high school together. We didn't play basketball together. Um, we didn't do art together, brother did poetry, he's a writer. So uh yeah, I mean, anything else you want to add to yourself, go
1: ahead. Um, Let us
0: find you on social media.
1: Yeah, For first of all, appreciate the introduction. Um, <laughs> I'm working on yeah. it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> again, I go by uh, Gina Author. I am a local author here at Columbus. Uh, I've written three books so far. I'm working on my fourth, uh, self-publishing. Uh, I'm also, I do open mics now. So you'll probably catch, if you, you go do poetry open mics, you'll probably see me out there. That's kind of like my new thing right now. So that's nice kind of where I'm at with it.
0: So shit, just to stay here. How was it when you first started doing open mics? What, what do you feel like you used to overcome the hurdles and the adversity that come with just performing in front of an audience? You know what I mean? Public speaking.
1: Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I was nervous as fuck when I first started. Um, I kind of, like my first show, like somebody signed me up. I didn't even sign up. It was, it was like some eight mile shit. <laughs> they ended up, <laughs> like end up signing me up. I'm like, all right. So I had to come up with a, a poem. I mean, I have poems. I, I'm writing my whole life, but I just, I never really like put my stuff out there. And it was like, well, you're selling books right now. So this would probably be a good way to, another good way to get an audience is be a good way to uh, promote and stuff. So I didn't think of it that, that way at first and then mm. started doing them more. And I started selling books at the same time while I was there and i went, like, okay, this is good. But then I started started getting good at it and I started like, being around all these other poets and I'm looking like
0: mm-hmm.
1: my my mission, I want to gain these guys. I want to gain these cats respect. I want them to respect me and respect my pen. And like, like I said, the first few times I was nervous. Now I kind of go in there, I'm, I'm quiet, I'm reserved and I'm just kind of like waiting. I know a lot of these spots be like party party type areas or whatever, but yeah. I'm really just like waiting to get on stage and just like do what I got to do. Cause it's just like, I'm, I, wanna gain, I, wanna gain y'all I want to gain I want to y'all respect. When I leave here, I want to gain a fan. When I leave here, I want to hear somebody go, okay, I want to get a dab before I walk out of here. Like, okay, your shit was dope. Like, to me, that means something. It means whatever I'm saying, you was fucking with. That's kind of like, that's where I'm at right now as far as, like, these other mics and stuff. Like, um, I just want people to understand, like, I do this. This is something, yeah. I, fuck, something I, I love to do. I fuck with it. Um, and like I said, it has been really good promotion-wise as far as my books, but also for me, just being an introvert, just having to pull myself into these situations because I I, got to experience life and shit. I can't just be sitting in the house and stuff. And I got to find something that I love to do at the same time that's going to make me want to go out and do stuff like that. And with these open mics I've been doing recently over the past year, I've only been doing this for a year now, and starting to... I'm starting to like gain confidence and stuff. Now I'm starting to—I can tell when I'm on stage. I sound different than when I first started.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And like I said, to me, it's been more of like a confidence building. It's more like mm-hmm. me trying to get me using my voice finally the way I've always wanted to. So it's more of like it's a it's a personal thing for me,
0: yeah. and
1: I'm competitive at the same time. So. I know, like when I first got now, it's a few times I was up, but, like, I, I just want to see what everybody else is doing, and want to get the feel for the room and who else is up there. And I was like, okay, I, I know my shit better than his. I bet you, but I got a, I got a, a topic way better than that. Like I, that, at first, that's how I kind of went in there because I'm just like, I want y'all to, I want y'all to remember who I am when I leave here. Now mm-hmm. I, I don't do, I don't do that as much now. I still have that sense of like competitive spirit. When it comes to it, I go up there like a damn battle rapper, damn near. <laughs> but, uh, but
0: you got like, the flag to you.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I, I want to be, you know, what I'm saying I want people when they like when they see me walk to the mic, they hush. That's that's what I want. You know, saying okay, he about, to, he about to say some shit. That's you got to demand I that kind of attention. Exactly, that's especially like first- especially like going in, like doing doing some of these spots for the first time, and they don't know who you are. So that and those. That's the challenge that I love now because I'm I'm dealing with it like right now like it's a lot of spots that I haven't been to yet it's a lot of spots that I'm just going to for the first time is a different audience and that means I got different topic got topics I can pull out and different people I can meet and stuff like that and it's just like okay now it's a I can you know what I'm saying it's getting bigger and the audience is kind of getting bigger yeah and that means a lot to me because People are yeah. seeing me. Know, they start to see me. You know, oh, okay, that's, that's what's up. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? But it's my words. Yeah.
0: So, do you feel like with your poetry, with your writing in general, that you have a, a central message or theme that you are uh, that you're projecting, that you're pushing out? Or um, do, you, do you just my- write?
1: Sometimes I just write, and a lot of times it's, it's life topics. It's the same topics that men go through, grown-ups go through, our generation goes through, it's just in my own words and how I may see about it, like my, okay. own, my own vocabulary about it. Like I have my own way of thinking, so of course people see the world differently, you know what I'm saying, but we're all experiencing the same thing, and it's just with my words. I, ex- I may experience something differently, but I can also convey it with my words so you can see how I feel about things.
0: Facts. Facts. I agree with that. So, as your audience grows, do you feel like your message is changing? Like, not not in a good or bad way, but just do you feel like your message is evolving, I would say?
1: I think so, and it's also giving me more topics to write because I want to have an appeal to more people. I want to reach more people. I also want to stay grounded and write the way that I write, though. At okay. the same time. Like I don't I don't want to stray too far with how I write, but I also want to write the way I write with those topics.
0: Cause gotcha. it's me. You
1: know what I'm saying? It's me. Those are my words.
0: Yeah, yeah. I definitely I, I definitely feel that. So Wis do you feel there's a difference in writing poems to writing books? Definitely.
1: <laughs> it's a big difference. Poem so poetry
0: at the same time.
1: Um, with me, poetry is just more it's a feeling. You write in okay. a feeling. You may it may with me, I know like I'm at work and I have a topic come kind of to my head and then you hear I'll think of a few words and start rhyming. Still it's, it's kinda like some rapper shit and you start like just writing stuff down, but with a story, it's totally different. Like it's the scheduling of it is different. The, like the way you're writing it is different because especially with like a fictional story. A fictional story is a lot, is to me because I've done both. I've, I've written, I'm, I'm writing a fictional story now, and I've done like oh, nice. my, my life and stuff like that. Like it's easy to write about my life, but it's a lot harder to write fictional stories when you're trying to make stuff up, especially when you're trying to make it up on the fly, or you're trying mm-hmm. to like you have to think of topics to to think that that will uh, reach the audience or whatever. But when you're
0: I mean, writing, we'll look oh, you write... writing, for accuracy, what you say it's a.
1: Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You gotta keep a message going. You gotta keep the story flowing. It's it's different. You know what I'm saying? You can't really slip up in a story because people are gonna go back like, oh no, this is different from what it was before. But with poetry, it's different. Like you can just write whatever. It's it's free. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like you yeah. being on the court and just shooting around by yourself. That's how I look at poetry. That's how I look at like writing poetry. You on the court, there's mm-hmm. nobody there, it's just you and the ball. You just shooting around for hours.
0: Yeah. And it doesn't have to make sense, but it makes sense.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense
0: to you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it makes sense to you. And first of all, that's where it matters the most. Like if yep. it makes sense to you, if you fuck with your shit, then it really shouldn't matter what nobody else says. Of course you want other people to like your shit, but if you fuck with your shit, yeah,
0: then it really that's shouldn't matter what nobody else says. The ultimate validation. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't try I try not to look for validation in anything. Um, especially not in my writing and in my art, because I feel like art is so expressive. Um it's it's hard. I mean, it can be interpreted a million ways. You know what I mean? And then even if we have like a a March Madness style bracket to figure out what's the best way, what did we learn? You know what I mean? To what avail? Like what was the point of all of this? Like art is to be enjoyed, not so much always compared or trying to group in a list you know what i mean like it's just to be enjoyed and i and that's what i love about it i can have several different art pieces from several different artists and appreciate them all in my home i don't have to have one art style or one color you know palette style that i stick to so um yeah you said something about you're writing a fiction book how's that how's that
1: um this is probably different from a lot of fictional books because of how I'm writing it. It's like you asked, what's the difference between writing a story and writing poetry? But with this book, I'm fusing both of them together because mm. everything, like the the dialogue and everything, it rhymes, it's kind of like a play. Mm. Like the dialogue, the situations, every situation that these people are in, everything is rhyming. You know what I'm saying? The story rhymes from beginning to end. So it's a, not mm. only am I, not, not only am I trying to come up with a story that's going to have, like, it's going to have to connect all the way from beginning to end, but I also have to make it rhyme on top of that. Characters talking to other characters, not just the yeah, main yeah. characters, but the outside characters, they have to rhyme, right? It's different. So it, it's, it's been a challenge so far, but um, I, it's a two-parter, and I finished the first part, and I'm I'm going to put it out uh, some time this year, but it, wow. it was... That that was probably one of the most difficult but fun. It was fun at the same time. It was fun as hell because it's just, it's like, well, okay, what can I think of next? Yeah, what, uh, yeah like what setting could I put them in and how can I describe it here? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where can I put these characters at? What emotions can I give this character towards this character and how can I make that wrong? It's like you're connecting dots. Hard, hard as fuck. Very hard dots to connect. But
0: still connecting. <laughs> Fulfilling though, probably when they connect. Absolutely, hell yeah,
1: man. <laughs> I can't so wait I thought, to put this
0: one. Out. Um I know what we're gonna call now our lost episode. Last time we talked about publishing and publishing for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I'm uh researching heavily right now because I I think I am gonna start my first book off and just self-publish mm-hmm. and start publishing company and keep going. You know what I mean? With it from there. So, how has your journey been? Your publishing journey? It, it's, um, it's-
1: well, I first got my i got a I got a book deal from a, a publishing company, Shade Publishing. Uh, shout out to them. Um, I want to say 2016. Uh, I just so I just so happened to uh, send a, my my first book. I've been working on my first book, uh, which is about my life in college, for years and I didn't know anything about publishing. I didn't know anything about editing. I didn't know anything about that, and I was just, like, trying to reach out to different companies and, like, just send the story off and see what anybody could do for me or help me out, and and I wouldn't get anything, but uh, Shade Publishing was, like, my last resort. I won't say it was my last resort because I want to make it sound like that, but I remember I I printed out a paper with their information, and I just so happened to find a paper, and I got my books and stuff. I got my book together and I sent it off. I didn't think nothing of it. And like Within a few weeks, they was like, we want to work with you. We want to uh, uh, give you this d- book deal and stuff like that. We're going to help you publish this book. And I was just like, I can't believe I, I fucking did that. Okay. Um, awesome. Yeah. And they, uh, the uh, lady Deborah Shea, she said, oh my gosh, she's dope. But um, she she kind of walked me through the whole entire process. Like my pictures and stuff like that and editing and things like that. And she put we put out the first book and it did pretty good. And so I as soon as that book came out, I started writing my second book. Started mm-hmm. writing my second book and it we went through the same process and like I was trying, I was actually gaining more knowledge of how how to do this on my own because I thought like eventually that time was going to come. Yeah. And no later than I put out the second book, uh Uh, the publishing company kind of went under Mm -hmm. and I wasn't really, I was, I was like, damn, all right. And I was working on my third book, which is my, uh, my poetry book at the time. And Mm -hmm. she basically walked me through how to uh, self-publish like a certain way on my own. And I kind of, from there, I just kind of like, I started doing it by myself, but it was a lot of hurdles and stuff like that. I had to learn how to edit on my own typeset, things like that. Um, Mm -hmm covers, I had to do my own, co- like I, it was a lot of stuff I had Formatting to learn. stuff people don't
0: think to, about it was
1: like process of <laughs> elimination, it was just like I had to learn trial <laughs> and error mm-hmm. and eventually I, I started to get the hang of it and it's just like now now um, I'm very appreciative of that journey, that little journey that I had those few years with that company because now I feel like I can go out on my own and work on my own thing and eventually get my own imprint, get my own label and start putting my own name on my own stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, at the time when I was with the uh, company, I still like own the rights and everything. But now it's just like, I'm going to see every penny. Exactly. You know what I'm no exactly. matter how many books I sell, whether it's one book or whether it's a hundred books, I'm going to see all that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And to me, that that makes <laughs> me, that makes me feel That 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 just does something for me because like I, this has been a journey. This has been a journey. Like, and I'm I'm far from done. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. but this has been a journey so far. And like I said, you you tie in open mics and stuff into it. It just that just adds another like part of the creation now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because now I'm I'm not just writing for books anymore. I'm writing for performances and I'm trying to merge both the worlds, like, okay, I got these poems, but I also got these books, so now Mm -hmm. I'm learning how to promote on my own, and stuff like that, and advertise my own stuff, like, me and my boys, we make little funny videos, and put them out, we advertise here and there, so we're trying to just, like, learn the game on our own, basically, right now,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and I mean, it's been, like I said, it's been a journey, and uh, I appreciate every step of the way, honestly, like, it's small steps, but steps nonetheless like progress is a process and i'm starting to learn
0: that absolutely bro and that's something one of the best things we can give to others because by us doing it we give them the hope we give them the insight and motivation for them to do it sometimes we give them the resources you know what i mean and the aid but a lot of times us providing these things for ourselves is the best thing we can do for others you know what i mean so yeah, that's that's dope, bro. I'm I'm definitely proud of you, man. Just seeing your growth, you know what I mean. And where we were in high school, just kids, and now full blown responsibilities, and you know, trying to read the world as we know it. So this this stuff is important, and reading is important. I'm getting the book club going um, this year. Got a team actually to help with that. So I'm definitely going to be letting you know because I want to do more book readings and read our books online just like how you have movie trailers we'll just have like a snippet of the book bread and then some we can you know post on tiktok Snapchat, et etc just growing the marketing because i'm really about to dive into publishing in the book world and learning how to even market myself as a as a uh, author because a lot of a lot of authors the first thing they say is you know if a person's book isn't doing well it's because they're not marketing themselves like even when they have publishers, you still need to market yourself. You still need to get on radio, get on podcasts, you know, send your book around. I I like travel and just wandering around. So I go into bookstores. I've already been letting them know, like as soon as these copies come in, I'm going to send you some. You want to put it in order, let me know. You know what I mean? It's just getting ahead of these things, but also dreaming big and not being afraid to fail or fall. I think that's a lot of this and, It takes so much patience when it comes to books, especially working with others. Like you said, some people write certain books in months. Some people write them in years. So the patience to understand the process sometimes comes from you doing the process. And we try to understand a bunch of things about the world that we've never experienced. So the best way that we can kind of gain common ground with each other is us experiencing all these things, even if it's something you don't end up doing the rest of your life. It's something you can say you did. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's as simple as, it's something our kids can say we did, and that yeah. shit brings me joy as much as as you know what I mean. If it would me, yeah, Dad. So, how are you? How have you been managing writing and being a dad and being social and dating and having friends and alone time? What is your work life balance like?
1: Oh boy, um, <laughs> Gee. I. I'm very scheduled because because I I work so much, but I I tend to fit everything in there as far as I can. Like I work at least 60 hours a week, but I'm still mm-hmm. able to be a dad on weekends. I'm still able to go to the gym. I'm still able to do open mics. Like I've learned to find time and schedule to where I'm able to uh, not be late for anything or not be tired too tired for work. I mean, it's certain nights I may get home a little too late, but I'm still able to hold my own at work the next day. But as far as being a father, being a father is amazing. Like my daughter, my daughter just never ceases to amaze me at this point Mm -hmm. because like I see the artistry just rubbing off on her and she's just like diving in head first. Like every time she comes over here, like I posted something about it yesterday. Every time she comes over here, she draws a picture of me. It's just like a different type of caricature and I keep all of them. Like I I hang them all up on my um my refrigerator is like I have a refrigerator full of just pictures of me that my, my daughter has drawn and it's just like the dopest thing in the world like I put I put a picture uh that she drew of our family me her and uh, her two brothers in my third book so she's like a credited illustrator for the book as well so awesome. it's just it's, it's so it's so dope to see that like especially her like she loves to draw like I have to have pencils and crayons on deck when she comes over here. I gotta have art stuff for her on deck when she comes over here because that's what she's going to do. She not she don't care about really going outside like her brothers do. She's just lying mm-hmm. in here, she was sitting here and draw her life away. And I'm just like, go right ahead. I did the exact same thing when I was her age. So just to like see my daughter doing the same exact thing I was doing, I'm just like, oh my gosh, what do you need? Oh, I'll be right back. Like I see, Oh, man, it's, it's it's so dope to see. Like, you see his son's playing sports, and he's, like, it just, it does my heart so good. And, like, mm-hmm. my time with my kids is, is probably the most important thing to me because it's like a, it re-energizes me. When I'm tired from work, mm-hmm. when I'm tired from the gym, my body's tired, my, my, my soul is tired. When I'm just tired of life, period, and I, I see them, it's a different ball game. It's a different ball. They're going to come here. They're gonna ruin my house. They're gonna eat all the snacks and I'm gonna have to yell at them 30 times about throwing shit away. But I do not care. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care. I will yell at them as much as I'm not gonna do shit. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna I don't care. I'm not gonna do nothing. I'm dead. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna yell at them. Hey, what do it away? And they're gonna hug me and love me and I'm gonna be fine. <laughs> and I'm gonna have enough and I'm gonna have that energy back that I need that they give me. To go right back out into the world and do what I gotta do, make this money, make these dreams come true. Like they they do it for me. And like I can't, I can't do shit without them. And I, I appreciate them so much. I don't think they understand how much yeah. they push me or they mean to me. They see me, they, they see daddy. They love daddy, it's daddy. I'm like, but daddy, y'all don't understand what y'all do for daddy. I love y'all so much, that's why I'm out here doing this. And I get it now, as a, as a parent, I get it now. You know what I'm saying, and I appreciate it because I feel like you're tired as an adult. You need that shit. Like you, you you see your kids, and you see yourself. You see how you used to be. Like you look at, like you have multiple kids, you can see certain sections of yourself in life. You can see the 12 year old you. Mm -hmm. I can see the eight year old me. You know what I'm saying? I I see these different. I I was doing that when I was 12. I was doing that. This. So you can't be mad at your kids at certain times. You like, I go sit down just, I, I know, I, I you, you look at yourself like, I can't say nothing, I did the same thing, but I wouldn't yeah. take, I wouldn't take any of those moments back for nothing, and man. <laughs> I love, yeah. all that,
0: bro, I definitely agree, and can attest to that, it's, it's a lot of um, emotional energy, you know what I mean, that you have to put into these people, and that they put back into you, but Mm-hmm. I love it, too, as an aid to just show me how other people should treat me. Like, your kids love you so unconditionally. That's, that's you know, what we should not expect. But that's what we should receive from other people, like, mm-hmm. including them. So they've taught me a lot. I tell my kids the same. Like, y'all saved my life. You changed my my way of thinking. And I'm a grateful. That's, that's a, something that can't be repaid. You know what I mean? So I spend every day just trying to show them in return, like, how grateful I am.
1: I tell them all the time
0: to leave stuff behind. This stuff we leaving behind these books and the ability to write, the ability to put yourself out there and try new things. Because they're seeing so many aspects when we try new things of who even they are now. Like it's it's literally re- it reciprocated. You know what I mean? They're learning who they are by watching us. Times when we win and times when we fail. They're seeing how we carry ourselves. And when they're wrong versus when they're right, they're seeing how we carry ourselves. So it's always important for us to self-check. You know what I mean? That's something that I, I think is most important as a as a father. can't really speak as a mother, but as a father, it's just us not getting so caught up in, oh, shit, I shouldn't have said that, but like, you know, being sorry, being remorseful, apologize.
1: Yeah, you definitely.
0: Know? Learning too and learning to not do this and provoke this reaction. You know what I mean? So I heard them. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm glad I got you back on here, bro. I'm glad we can talk about all these things and uh, you can share some insight on your life. You're going to be back on many, many more times. you want one of people as we get like battle of the sexes going on, I'm going to be calling your phone. Going Listen, he, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm a uh, message away dog. You ain't even got to say all that. You already know what it is. It's hit, it's hit me. We set something up all day, any day.
0: I already know brother. Is there anything you want to uh, leave the good people with?
1: Uh, well, you can follow me on, uh, Instagram, Gene, the author, uh, Facebook, Gene Stamper. Um, <laughs> coming to the open mic near
0: you.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Good. Um, but, uh, let me see. I got, um, I have a show tonight at Native Tongues. It's uh downtown, um, uh, I'm trying to think higher vibes. Um, that's coming March 16th. Nice. Um, that's at the uh, higher lounge. Um say that uh, uh March twenty-fifth, Lincoln Cafe. That's gonna be stacked. Um mm-hmm. we we got a lot of great poets in this city, and I'm honestly appreciative that I met a lot of them and they've been really friendly even at times where I probably seemed like I wasn't because I was just quiet and new or whatever, but yeah I I appreciate everybody, man. I appreciate all the fa- I appreciate everybody that's come out to these things and they, they show us a love because like when we get up there is is really tough. It's yeah. really like we're not like a hundred percent professional, but we up there bearing our soul in a lot of the shit that we say. Like my words book wise, poetry-wise, like I'm bearing my soul in ways that I never thought I would, but it's ways that I know I need to get out. Mm-hmm. So I'm just appreciative of anybody who is even willing to listen, willing to read what we have to say. Like, it means the world to us, because that's our art. You know what I'm saying? And we're sensitive yeah. about our shit. It's Absolutely. Like, that's what I, do say
0: I look at this like my kids. Yeah, we're supposed to be personal. We're supposed to guard it like we do, because it's important, you know what I mean? <laughs> Things you love the most, you gotta protect the most. So I felt that's that. True. Yeah, I'm back outside this for the poetry bag. I'm working on my uh first, first, like, poetry album, poetry book, so... Yeah, we're we gonna share some stages together <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Badly, but yeah, yeah. having you, man. Um, we're gonna get out of here. I'll let you know the next time we're gonna be back. Appreciate everybody for tuning in, listening. Make sure you subscribe. We on Instagram at Good Kickback and Facebook at Good Life Podcast the Kickback. You watching us on YouTube, so you know we on YouTube now. So we're gonna see y'all when we see you all. Congrats, bro. Appreciate it, appreciate it. You just listened to the Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. You can find us on Instagram at Good Kickback and Facebook at Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. Make sure you're watering your plants, everybody. Subscribe, share, and love.